Was Dwayne The Rock Johnson able to save the skyscraper from toppling, or will it fall flat? And was Hotel Transylvania 3 a spooky good time, or just hauntingly bad? Stay tuned for that, here on The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review. Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I am here with Matt. Blah, blah, blah. Hey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, everybody. I am here with Joel. Gets to go to Comic-Con yet again while I stay home and not go to Comic-Con again. Yeah, I'm going to embrace it. That's Cunningham. totally true. Yeah. <laughs> Cunningham, yeah. It's a long one for today. Yes, it's <laughs> yeah. true. I am excited. I am excited for you. I Truly will say am. there's something about this year that's just a little different. Yeah, and there's no Marvel presence. There's no Marvel presence. There's no Disney presence, which it's never like a Disney panel, but it's usually like a Star Wars panel or something right. like that. So pretty much, yeah, Disney's not there because they're Marvel as well. But um, yeah, they're just there's a feeling in the air that it's just not going to be as like, Big yeah. and significant. I think they're going to premiere some stuff for Aquaman, yeah, which will be cool. And so then there's a, a there's a potential for two things. One is that we might get a little bit of Wonder Woman too. Okay. And then additionally, the the super secret one is that James Gunn potentially might be announcing that he's going to take part in a film from the Dark Universe, Ooh. which is weird. Cool. I mean, James Gunn, I love his, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy stuff. He's but, a quirky dude. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Dark Universe stuff yeah, so, yeah. as of yet, so maybe he can help redeem it. So here's here's the thing that I am interested in, because you and I both really liked the 2014 Godzilla. Yes, right, for sure. So the um, the other day, I posted this on our site, Instagram, all that stuff. They released first images from mm-hmm. the film. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you saw those? Mm-hmm. You, okay, so that... So there's some like some cool shots, specifically right. Godzilla. I'm like, that's cool because that falls in line with what we saw in the first Godzilla. You think you're gonna get anything for Godzilla two? Maybe I don't. I'm trying to figure. I don't know if legendary because legendary, right? Legendary yeah. pictures. I'm not sure what their time slot is. It's a legendary universal, but I think it's primarily legendary. So I'm I'm guessing Saturday. Okay, is when they would usually do the legendary one. Uh, like they're a big one, so they'd be like Saturday afternoon or evening. Um, if so, then yeah, That'd be I think they would cool. do the James Gunn Dark Universe stuff, and yeah. then I think they would probably do Godzilla. That'd be cool. I'm really excited for it. I'm yeah. not a fan of who's directing it, but it's. I think I'm really excited for it. Aesthetically, yeah. it looks cool already. I'm going to try to make Saturday. Here's the thing: if you've never been to the San Diego Con, you kind of have to like pick and choose a little bit because it's just so like literally in order to get into the panel for yeah. Hall H. To see the legendary stuff on Saturday, yeah, you have to get in line sometimes as early as like Thursday, and Dude. it sounds insane. And then it you is. like lose out on everything else. Well, the the way that you, I mean, I've legitimately been in like three lines at once at okay. San Diego Con because you, know, you cloned yourself. Well, <laughs> okay, you'll substantiate yourself in line and kind of make friends with the people that are around you, and then you can kind of line hop and kind of go where you need mm. to. Um, and it's the same sort of thing. So with you create the Hall alliances, H. exactly. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, a line. A of, it's a strategy-based MMO. I thought you were doing a play off a line. Alliances. Oh, no. I was making alliances. Alliances. You're making alliances. There you go. Yes. <laughs> okay. You made I mean, I legitimately have a group of like 12 people that I connected with that we all meet up every time and just wait in line together. And we all save each other's spot and everything like that. It's pretty insane. Sounds like but, a good documentary. In yeah, the but they changed the system and we're getting way too much into the weeds with this. We're not even talking about films right now. We will. We'll get to Skyscraper. It's with related. Three, but yeah, hopefully people Pseudo. find this interesting. 
um, they <laughs> they implemented a new system, which is actually a wristband system, because mm. l- like a few years prior, there's just a lot of line cutting going on and stuff, and there was a lot of contention. I've actually seen people legitimately shouting into people. There's people that were like um, auctioning off spots in line yeah. and things like that. Um, so they implemented a wristband system mm-hmm. where at a certain point the night before the Hall H opens, yeah. they'll give out wristbands to anybody that's in line up to oh. a certain point. And if you have a wristband, you're supposed to be guaranteed, yeah. as long as you're in line within a certain time, like 7 o'clock the, the, the day of, you're supposed to be guaranteed a spot in Hall H. Okay. The problem was somebody got very- um, Clever? Yeah, I guess clever is one way Shady? of putting it. Uh, Shady's probably better, maybe. Okay. So they they created fake bracelets. Ooh, faux bracelets. Yeah, they actually sold them for about twenty bucks a Whoa, pop. Whoa! But so they made some money. They did. Yeah. So about I think it, they made enough for like about five hundred dollars worth of bracelets. So I think that's like five times twenty. You know, they're trying to make their money back from the trip. Yeah, pretty much. And so a bunch of people didn't get in, and so that prevented. Uh, so they ended up issuing badges for next. For this year, last year when that happened, for all the people that didn't get in that had bracelets, and so they were implementing some new security features. And so it used to be I could I would like run out of line and go to some events. And there's an event on Friday night. Yeah. So I might not be able to make it back in line in time to get a bracelet for Saturday morning. Huh. That's the problem right now. So huh. but we'll see. I'm gonna do my best for Figure you guys. I want to uh, talk about it. So. Uh, people have cloned themselves. I've seen that in movies before. Yes. Yeah. And it's like they're checking with a fine tooth. You don't want to cut in line because that's like. Cutting in front of Stanley on Pretzel Day. It is, And that's yeah. not going to be well, good Well, like, they're for checking anybody. for even, like, a tear or, like, you know, like, oh, if yeah, somebody yeah. tried to take it off and give it to somebody else yeah. and all this other stuff. Anyway, <laughs> today we're going to be talking about two films that have nothing to do with SDCC. <laughs> yeah. um, but San Diego bef- Comic Yes. But before we get to that, Matt, why don't you give our listeners, our lovely watchers and listeners, some ways to get connected to the podcast? Yes, you can totally get connected with us. We'll make it super short and brief. Facebook.com. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, at Real Review Media, our website, realreviewmedia.com, our uh, email, mm-hmm. realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Reach out to us. Let us know what's up. Uh, YouTube.com slash The Real Review. You can see a bunch of uh, cool videos there. And that's how you can do it. Get connected. Easy peasy. Very good. So we're going to, uh, and just a quick reminder how the show works here. We talk a lot about our perspectives and understanding. Yeah. We're learning and growing. We're kind of on a filmic TV show journey journey of sorts. We're inviting you to join us. Matt tends to be a bit more of the fan perspective, so more of the hype and the fun and the awesome and emotionally how to impact him, where I tend to be more of the critical analyzing detail guy that comes up with all the specifics of what I see could have changed or been different. Yes. Anyway, we put those together to give you what we think is a real good perspective. So yes. why don't we get into it, Matt? Let's dive in. I had a chance to see two movies. You only had a chance to see Skyscraper. True story. So I'm going to let you, if you're comfortable. Yeah. If you, you're feeling I'm really comfortable right now. All right, you're yeah, very comfortable. This, this chair is comfortable. Very good. Okay. Um, I'm going to let you lead off with Skyscraper and sort of take that one. Yeah, let's do this. Skyscraper. Okay, so let's get into the uh, nitty gritty of the the synopsis of just one sentence. Pretty much all it needs. A father goes to great lengths <laughs> to save his family from a burning skyscraper. There you go. Okay, done. Okay, next In movie. In China. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, uh, directed by Rawson Marshall Thurber. Say that three times fast. That's, That's tough. Uh, stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, uh, Nev Campbell, Pablo Schreiber, uh, Noah Taylor, McKenna Roberts, Kevin Rankin, and Roland Mueller. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so this was uh, always, in my opinion, kind of marketed as a um, just kind of like a, an action movie that's going to be kind of somewhat ridiculous mm-hmm. and... I feel like that's kind of what I got. Um, 
but overall, my general just feeling of the movie is like, huh, I don't know. It's okay. Yeah. Um, Nothing great. I thought it was fine. Nothing I would necessarily say it was like really good. Go out and see. The movie did succeed in a couple of really big ways to me. Um, not enough to make it like, you know, push mm-hmm. it over into that really good territory. Yeah. Um, but overall, I thought it was fine. It's not very memorable. Yeah. Like I'm trying to think about it right now and I'm kind of like, yeah, um, I, I don't know. It's a weird one. Yeah. Um, I guess w- general impressions first. Right. General impressions were similar. Okay. I wasn't expecting it to be, I think, quite as serious oh, as really? it ended up okay. being. Yeah. There wasn't a lot. I was expecting more, you know, like cheesy rock one-liners. Like Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. And more of like the over-the-top over yeah. ridiculous. And it was over-the-top ridiculous, but it was in a more grounded sure. way. They mm-hmm. tried to set up realistic sequences of events with each of the action set pieces. It wasn't right. like, and then this thing happened, and then that thing happened, and then he does like a super somersault flip right. thing. And it was more like every single scene had a specific purpose and reason. Right. Now, I will say some of the reasons for why they had to do the things they did in the script were stupid, <laughs> but all the set pieces for the action sequences were <laughs> realistic, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. If it can be both realistic and unrealistic at the same time. Yeah. Um, I felt like one of the strengths of the scripts for me was Dwayne. Mm-hmm. I've been getting a little bit kind of, we've talked about this a little bit, fatigued. like fatigued of yeah. The Rock, and I've seen him in so many different films now. Uh, many similar to this. He's in all the movies. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I think they did a good job of, in a sense, not going as the rock with him. Mm-hmm. Like he's more grounded in this one. He gets like stabbed yep. and you know he gets beat up and injured at different moments. As far as how much that actually impacts him in the course of the film, it's more like yeah. But it did help me to feel like okay, this isn't just like Super Soldier Man. Yep, that's just beating every person down. I think mm-hmm. the taking away of his leg even. Which isn't a spoiler. That's you it's know all the trailer. trailers and yeah. stuff um, that helped to humanize him. Yep. You know, and I thought it was funny. I will say, kind of spoil it, but like one of the very first action sequences we have is basically his leg getting removed. It's like immediately they're like, "All right, we're just going to show you what happens because you're all wondering what's going to happen if he yeah. has one leg in a fight. And we're just going to go there, and then yeah. we can just deal with the rest of this later. Yeah. And then after that, it was kind of just like his leg was more of just like a byproduct, of right, right, the situations, but it wasn't like a real concern yeah. or anything so yeah well you know i agree um and that's that's a i thought that was one of the bigger strengths of the movie was the rock wasn't being the rock he was just a military dude mm-hmm. he wasn't like he didn't rely on having to be like super suave and charming or like make right. liners like and rampage was like that's a big arm go to sleep you right know, like exactly stuff like that yeah and he he wasn't being like the macho man he was right. being dad he was being a caring dad and i, I like that he was very serious and and that first fight scene that you're talking about, it's not a spoiler. It's, it's, I thought it was pretty intense. I thought yeah. that was probably the best action sequence. Agreed. Because it was just super visceral and like things were like, yeah, it was just, it was an well, And there was weighty moment. stakes because yeah. the two sides of the coin that you're dealing mm-hmm. with there. And it's like interesting because you're like, whoa, what's this reason that this is even right. happening? Right. Um, which it got dealt with really fast. I was kind of hoping there, I was kind of hoping, 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 hoping that. <laughs> the story that was in that fight scene would have played out longer in the film because that that's kind of the the feeling that I had. It was like after about the time that he gets to the skyscraper, yeah. it kind of started to fall apart for me a little bit. And sure. it just got just kind of like set piece after set piece yeah. after set piece. And it was just like the stakes were still there at times. Like even though I knew, okay, nobody's really 
none of the good people are going to die in this. Yeah. It still, it it felt like like compelling. Yeah, but it was just kind of like it, it just it lacked that same emphasis and significance. And yeah. I think that's a silly thing to say about a film like this. But I think that's really what kept it. And the comparison that I made in my mind, at least, uh-huh. with this film was actually another film about a guy in a skyscraper. Do you know what film I'm talking about? Sky Hard. No. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. So Die Hard. And yeah. I think there was definitely at least four or five scenes that I noticed that had a very similar... They were going for that. The, yeah. Even the marketing department had like posters that they deliberately made to look like Die right. Hard posters. It felt like, a, in a sense, a modern-day interpretation right. of Die Hard. And so basing it on that, the thing that was so great about Die Hard... And I'm just using it as comparison, not it's because... It's a Christmas movie. Yeah, it's just a Christmas film. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, it felt like each individual sequence had an understanding of the stakes and the reasons and the like the the passion that was behind them, the theme that was behind each of the characters and what they were fighting for. And not just, not in a good way necessarily. You know, some of them are just fighting for their pride or for mm-hmm. money. Yeah. But it, you understood, okay, these are what the stakes are. Really, the only person that had any significant like stakes in the movie as far as like what you're connecting to was Dwayne. Yeah. And then his buddy. But again, his buddy kind of wasn't there for most of the film. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of, I was hoping that more of that, if, if that had played out over the course of the film, you would have gotten more depth sure. in the fight scenes. Because that's what makes a scene, and this sounds silly as well, but like from the original Star Wars where you have, you know, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader doing this like really cheesy, silly little battle with their lightsabers. <laughs> but you care about the points that each of them is making, and so it makes the battle feel more intense. Right. So... What we can take away from that is if The Rock had a lightsaber, exactly, if it would have made the movie way better. Exactly, then we could have a few less legs. Right. He could have, you know, yeah, they could have evened that out, evened out the leg situation yeah. a bit okay. more. That's yeah, that's cool. That's cool. <laughs> um, no, I, I, uh, I mean, I agree with a lot of that. Again, I thought it was fine movie, but one thing I, I will say this, and I did kind of mention this earlier about some of the big positives for me. One of them was a rock. The second was Nev Campbell, which is odd because I feel like I haven't seen her in forever. Yeah, she was all right. I felt like they could have put any actress but he, but in there. But here's almost. the thing: I thought she did great. But here's the thing with with um, the movie just as a whole, and I I don't know if they were doing this on purpose, but it really made me feel like any of the number of action movies that I went to go see with my dad in the theaters in the '90s, yeah, or early 2000s, yeah, and um. And I did kind of get that vibe because there's a lot of these like little cheesy lines. Like, <laughs> there's like this little dude that like <laughs> is in like the FBI van when something good happens. He's like, yes, and I'm like, no. there is a few of those moments. Yeah, I would <laughs> I agree. With kinda, that. Like, that's yeah. kind of funny. It yeah. reminds me of when I was a kid for some reason. But anyways, yeah. um, the one thing that got to me the most, mm-hmm. absolute biggest thing, I have a fear of heights. This movie freaked me out. Like my <laughs> hands were times. my hands were sweaty. Yeah. Like during a couple moments, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like yeah. I was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, nope." I said it to my friend next to me who I went to go see it with, and he said it a couple times. Who I was like, "Nope, no, thank you, nope." And like, yeah. my hands like were sweaty. I was just uncomfortable, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" I had that tingly feeling in my feet. Like you mm-hmm. know, oh, it was terrible. But yeah. like I gotta give credit where credit is due. They did obviously for me. They were playing on my phobia, mm-hmm. and they didn't effective job at it i was like okay yeah it felt like they were going that agreed i i, yeah. I don't really have the same height issue but yeah. it definitely you've got some of that like whoa yeah. like this is really <laughs> high type feeling from it uh they were going for some quirkiness and kind of yeah. interesting ideas for the individual i mean the the duct tape thing yeah 
that was kind of like an ongoing gag of sorts, which got a little old for me after like the second time it happened. I was like, okay, like, you know, you can't, I get it. You can do anything with duct tape, but it was like, <laughs> you know, in the whole time I was thinking duct tape's not that strong. Yeah. I, I think <laughs> one of the, the kind I buy isn't, I think one of the main things and again to correlate somewhat to die hard was there was limitations to the technology during the time of mm-hmm. Die Hard. And there was, yeah, they were they using like high Die Hard too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but with this updated film, they're using technology that is like so futuristic. That's, I mean, they're using like biometric readers mm-hmm. and, you know, motion sensing watches and all this other stuff. Lightsabers, yeah. <laughs> but once you get to that point where it's like pretty much anything is realistic with technology, you start yeah. asking the question of like, well, why didn't they do that? Or why would they have done this? Or, right. And there was started. It, there started to be, and I'm not going to name the specific moments for not wanting to spoil it, but there was like three or four times where I'm just like, you didn't do that. Like you didn't just like, yeah, you use biometrics, but you wouldn't have like a two factor authentication system, which is pretty like normal. My, my, for, like my Gmail. Yeah. Well, like <laughs> it's like we're going to give you this one person all of the access and only that person. But provide no alternative or way to turn that off right. or limit the amount of it. Like, there's no reason he would have control over all of these. There's just a lot of issues that it's like, that doesn't seem very realistic to me, you know? And mm. like, you have a security center that's located off site, but you wouldn't really have a guard station for a security center that's off site. I mean, there's just things like that. And you just kind of start to question it because it's so futuristic and so, like, we can do whatever. That it just makes my mind go, well, what about this? What about that? So futuristic, and there were no animojis in the whole thing. <laughs> no. There was none whatsoever. Were you expecting that? Nope. No. I just saw the facial recognition system that they had, and I yeah. was like, I just thought of Apple the whole time. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that just was really silly was the MacGuffin aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You know, the whole, this is what we're trying to get or take was just kind of at a certain point like, that's how you're gonna go about it. Like this is your. There's many ways that you could topple. Like yeah, you could. I'm not saying that this is the right way to do it, but you could blow up the skyscraper. You know right. what I mean? If you're like a multinational terrorist organization with the ability to do the things that they're doing, you think that maybe they would be able to just like plant a bomb, yeah, or something like that that would take out yeah. a certain. Stuff like that, you know. It's I know they had to have it a certain way to to get the script to where it needed to be, but and the MacGuffin is is for for you people out there who might not know what that is. It's just a device that kind of help further the plot along, like yeah. an actual like item. They a also lot of times. sell the Mc, McDonald's for breakfast. I was just gonna say, and, and it's Mc, it doesn't McGuffin. It's not <laughs> exactly. It's not a muffin sold for McDonald's, right? Yeah, as a common misconception may have it. An egg McGuffin. Yes, egg McGuffin. Yes, somewhere yes. out there, they sausage sell, egg McGuffin. I'm sure. Yeah, so that that's kind of like my overall thoughts. What did you think of? I mean, special effects and uh, for the most part, I thought the special effects were actually really good. Anything with the building was cool. I think I wish I would have liked to see the just the concept of everything that you see at the beginning of the movie with the building. I would have liked to see more fully realized yeah. stuff of the building because you yeah. get to see it and you're like, wow, this is incredible tallest, most sophisticated, advanced building. They show some parts, but they don't like let you linger on it. You don't get to see a lot of the cool stuff until it's you know burning. Yeah. So I yeah. was like, ah, I wanted to see more of that. But yeah. It's one. It's one of those situations as well where they like. I, I get you. It was like the antagonist 
the military bad guys were super intelligent until it gets to the point where they need to face off against our protagonist. And then suddenly they become inept and idiotic and they start making stupid decisions. And that's one of the reasons why these movies are like fun because you're seeing the protagonist beat these antagonists, but there has to be, it has to be realistic to me. And it was like, okay, now that the rock is here, they're pretty much all going to die. And it's just a matter of time and when and where and how, and will it be interesting to me? So that's why I'm saying like up until about the middle point Mm -hmm. where he finally gets into the sky. I'm sorry. That's sort of a minor spoiler, but that shouldn't give away too Mm, much. Not really. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you're expecting him to die halfway through the film, that's not what happens. Um, <laughs> once he gets in there, you're just kind of like, all right, now I'm just on the ride to see like kind of how things resolve themselves. Yeah. And the kids to me, his children, child actors, um, they were unnecessary. Oh. Like they were just like added drama to the scenes, but it felt really kind of silly at times. They they weren't, they, it wasn't that they were bad actors, but I felt like his relationship with them felt distant. Mm. Like it felt like they were pretending to be daughters and fathers and sons and mm. everything. Okay. So it was a little bit like, well, okay. I don't know. Yeah. That's yeah. all good. All right. So do you want to rate it? Yeah, let's rate this thing. Any other thoughts before? No. Okay. That's really all I got. I'm giving it a 79. Really? Yeah, C+. Plus. Okay. Was that higher or lower than That's your... a little higher than I was going to go. I was going to really? 77. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I wonder why it's so... I'm Now I'm going to like ponder this and figure out... What it was about. <laughs> I think. I think for me, a movie it needs to be kind of. It has. There has to be some element that stays with me. And right now, the only like the big positive that I can take away from it was the, yeah, the height thing. Yeah. Like I, I was affected by that in the movie. I was like, ah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I was having a hard time. Like we both see the movie as average. I think the thing that I did get from it mm-hmm. that really helped it to be at least almost moving into like a little bit above average was yeah. that it really felt like on the edge of my seat at times right like yeah it yeah, was yeah. exciting yeah. and it was like i know this is going to resolve but they're still managing to set up situations where i'm like like yeah. squirming a little bit my criteria for grading is so different from yours and that's yeah. okay and that's kind of part of why we do it <laughs> that's the way we do it <laughs> that's in, how it works here in the power cast cool so with that, then, we'll move into our second film, and I probably won't spend as much time talking about this. Sure. Probably for... easily the most anticipated movie of the year, right? Um, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to think of something witty, but I'm just going to- You're just going to say just no. Gonna say just going to say no. shut it down. Yeah. Interestingly enough, Hotel Transylvania 3 on Rotten Tomatoes right now has critics giving it a higher rating than viewers. That's weird. Which for a film like this of That's this odd. nature is very odd. Usually you expect that with things like Oscar nominated films, you know, Academy yeah. type films, but not for a cheesy little silly kids cartoon. Yeah. Like very odd. And it's not like they're both blown out of the water. It's not like they're blown out of the water with critics. It's at 60%, but that's considered fresh. Yeah. Whereas it's at 55% for, um, uh, viewers. So, brief synopsis for Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. While on a vacation with his family, Count Dracula makes a romantic connection. It's directed by Gen- Gendi Tartovsky. I wanted to make sure I pronounced that Nailed correctly. It. <laughs> yep, there you go. It's got the voice acting of Adam Sandler, Andy Samberg, Selena Gomez, Kevin James, David Spade, Steve Buscemi, uh, Keegan-Michael Key, oh Molly gosh, Shannon like, is new. That's like Adam's crew. Yes, it is. Yep. <laughs> Molly Shannon is new, as well as Mel Brooks is new. Uh, oh, no. M- Mel Brooks is Vlad. He was in the last one. Oh, Vlad. Yep. So, I, 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 I will admit to having seen the prior two Hotel Transylvania. they were bad. No, and I will admit to that as well. Okay. That... I, they kind of, you know, they went a little bit downward. Like, they started up more, like, I'm going to get in the front camera so they can see my levels here. But, like, you know, up here, which was, like, a B-plus kind of range, maybe A-minus, and then it went, like, down to, like, B-minus range. And then, then this, I think, is a bit of a step down. 
The best trilogy sure. ever, Joel. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. We got to know He's what like, happens. It's better than the Star Wars trilogy. We got to know what happens. Yeah, with novice. <laughs> so the films, the strength of the films to me was that they're creating this very, it's a distinct world. Okay. And it is, it's like the dark universe. You know, it's all the same characters. It's the mummy. It's um, Dracula and the blob and all this stuff. But with each of the characters, they're setting it up in a cartoon scenario where you can take advantage of the weaknesses and the strengths like you know Frankenstein is scared of fire so like right. how can we set up these different scenarios where that plays out um, and that's the same thing that happened with Shrek they set up a very diverse cast of characters cartoon fairy tale characters that all have their own strengths and weaknesses and how those play off of each other Right. and they always managed to keep that fresh and interesting and the way that it played out with the individual characters. And then, you know, they bring in um, Johnny, who's Andy Samberg, the voice voiced by Andy Samberg, who's just the everyday human guy. Here's Johnny. Right. And play off of this, like, fish out of water story, which, yeah. you know, I, I'm a big fan of fish out of water type stuff. Um, so the whole so- situation and scenario is kind of, they keep your interest and they're fun and they're, there's new compelling reasons. I think one of the weakest things about the film was Dracula. You know, which sounds silly to say, but he was more of like a side character. Adam Sandler? Yeah. It okay. was it was more about the main three. It was about the relationship between the main three, which is Dracula, Johnny, and Mavis, and kind of the way that they played off each other in the okay. cast of characters that they had. Um, this film lacked a significant, I think, bounce off with the other characters. It was much more of a story driven just by the Dracula character. And so because of that, it felt kind of flat to me Mm -hmm. because he's, there's just only, the the real interesting nature of the story is, again, them bouncing off each other and playing off each other's strengths and weaknesses. And there was a few moments of that, but it really felt more of like, we're just going to talk about Dracula and him trying to find love. Yeah. Um, The thing that it still did well is that it was very creative uh, with the set pieces, with its plays off of like you know Atlantis and what that means yeah. and the Van Helsing stuff uh, Molly Shannon plays Wanda Helsing and um, the way that plays out is it's interesting and it's kind of fun and it, there still were you know maybe four or five moments of some hefty chuckling okay hefty um, chuckling gotta love it right most of that came from the situational irony okay though. Um, the unexpected like whoa I wouldn't have seen that coming what they did not do well in this one, which they had done in prior ones, was create visually funny moments that portrayed on screen kind of made you laugh. Like, yeah. I wasn't expecting to visually see that. This one felt like they were trying to do that really hard. Like, they would have these moments where the characters would just, like, stare at the camera with, like, a weird face. And it was like, hey, that's funny, right? Because their face looks weird. And it was like, eh, you know? <laughs> okay. Because it didn't really... F- it just it felt like they were trying really hard versus just kind of letting it sit and, and like a break be. the fourth wall thing. No, they okay. never looked at the fourth wall, but like you know, when Dracula first meets Wanda, mm-hmm. and they have this thing in the film, which is called like zinging, which is basically like for monsters when they when they fall in love at first sight, they zing and their like their body goes like and they like okay. get the shivers <laughs> and their eyes like glaze over and stuff. And so there's like a moment when he first meets her and he like zings with her. And um, let's not get into the connotations of what that might mean, but come on, yeah, yeah. But like, so he zings with her, and um, like a zing, zings <laughs> a song. Like, they zing a song. Yes, Joel? They, they zing a they a, zing a song. Zing a zappy song. Yep. Um, then his face kind of like turns into like this really goofy because he's like super like oh my gosh look at her she's so cute, 
you know, and so he gets this like big smile on his oh, face. Oh, the, the dub, the dub, dub. Yeah, where he goes dub, 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 and it just it's like. It, they it it lasts for like an elongated amount of time. Okay. So it's like you'd think maybe they'd keep on him for like a second, but it yeah. goes for like five and they're just staring at his face and it's like, see? It's funny, right? <laughs> He's got a silly face, see, right? And at a certain point you're just like, ah yeah. th- this is stupid. Um there was some I mean, there was some funny stuff. I mean, there there's like a DJ thing battle that happens halfway yeah. through. And I actually really found this is the weird thing. Uh the final like fight if you will like the climax of the film was actually fun i like enjoyed it that's cool um so i mean you know where it's gonna go you know what's gonna happen but it was still like it was interesting yeah um it felt almost scott pilgrim-esque okay i just rewatched that the other day that's fun yeah Yeah. which there's like so there's like a dj battle thing type thing that happens and it was just it was interesting and it was funny um and there was some minor plot points and stuff that at times had me chuckling but i really wish they had spent more time bringing in the, the the characters all around playing off of each other it really just felt like they were kind of phoning it in uh, you know like we just need to come up with a story a plot and instead of really spending our time developing the characters and the interactions and giving them like a really good forward motion mm-hmm. we're just going to come up with like the bare minimum of like how these characters would act within these given scenarios gotcha so that's kind of it. I don't need to probably spend too much. The animation is good. You know, Sony Pictures does a good job with their animation. It's not Pixar, but it's yeah. it's up there. Sure. Uh, voice acting was fine. I didn't feel like there's anything. Some of the the sound effects were really good, actually. I really like the sound design in this one. Um, Wasn't like people slipping on banana peels and like the little <laughs> horn honking. Well, yeah, I mean it was silly and cheesy. <laughs> that's kind of what I think about when you say sound effects. Well, like you know, like there's parts where they're like stomping around and like flip-flop things and stuff and okay i don't know yeah or, yeah so, but like I, I don't want to flip it yeah the flip-flop sound design was incredible that's <laughs> yes. what i hear no but like it it, it's, <laughs> it stood out as matching visually what i would think that things would sound like okay. i mean it's yeah. hard to say because it's like a made-up world yeah it's a made-up world within a made-up world i guess it's a made-up world inception yeah so um, sound design was good, animation was good, voice acting was fine, but the story was just really bland. And okay. Was, and it wasn't an interesting. From the synopsis that you read, it didn't seem like, I don't even see how that would relate to a, to being a child's film. Like, how does a child relate to that? Yeah. I, I don't know what a kid, because it's a story of Dracula finding love. Maybe that's why the audiences didn't like it. Well, they tried to, it's possible. They tried to pull it into the idea of family. Mm-hmm. And the importance of family. Oh, like Vin Diesel in all the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, well, because, like, you know, Dracula's going to find love, which, where does that leave Wanda? Yeah. You know, or not Wanda, sorry, where does that leave Mavis and the the relationship between the the father and the daughter? So there's, like, a little bit of tension there, but it's so simple and, and like, dealt with, like, so quickly. Like, you know it's not really going to cause right. any tension. So it's almost more of a film plot for adults, but the humor is absolutely 100% for kids. Okay. Um, yeah. I gotcha. So I'm giving this one a 69. Hey, oh. Uh, it's a D plus. D plus. Yeah. It's a uh, real zinger. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if they'll do a four. I mean, I'll have to see. I haven't had a chance to check out and see how this is doing financially. Um, uh, it won this weekend. Did it? Which is interesting. Okay. Because Skyscraper came in third opening weekend. Really? Yeah. Wow. Ant Man and the Wasp was second. That's intense. I did yeah. not realize that. Huh. True story. It's crazy. Don't know what that says about our culture. But yeah. <laughs> Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, three. but uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll go for a fourth then. I, I, it, fe- it feels kind of like they're at the point now where it's like, okay, story has been told. Yeah. You've 
That's delved the thing, though, with everything anim- here. If an animated movie does well, they're going to keep making them because it's not usually the same type of budget it goes yeah. into actual. I mean, the kids that are were in it are now growing up, I guess, so maybe they could do one that's more focused on the children and, yeah. you know, something. So they kind of left that door open, but... Okay. Yeah, anything. Cool. Anyway, uh, anything else? No. Matt? Cool. We're going to go ahead and wrap things up on the podcast and the vidcast. Then, uh, again, some reminders, ways to get connected, realreviewmedia.com. We also have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We would love to get connected with you there. Instagram and Twitter, which are both at realreviewmedia. Finally, we'd love to hear your thoughts and perspectives on any of these films. Maybe you're going to con. Love to hear what your excitement is. I'm not Um, going. Sorry. <laughs> it's a tough moment for Matt. Uh, but I'd love to hear your input on any of the stuff that we discussed today. And uh, I will come back with more news. But drop us a line, realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Do I will it. come back from con with hopefully some good stories. Um, yes. Maybe some fun I want you to see. Things. I hope there's some Godzilla 2 stuff in there. That'd be sweet. I hope it, I hope there is, and I hope I get to see it. That'd be sweet. Both. Yeah. Both of those things. If I don't get to see it, then I hope there's none of it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want there to be any if I yeah. don't get to see it. You don't get to see what I don't get to see. Yeah. Anyway, so anything else, Matt? No, that's it. All right. Well, it's been real. It's been real.